Hello, and welcome to another edition of What to Expect When. I'm your host, Karina Kreider, and today we will be talking about what you might encounter or experience when visiting a third world country in Africa. I just got back from a short-term mission trip in Uganda. Uganda is a small eastern African country located next to Lake Victoria, which is the largest lake in Africa. Uganda is also home to gorillas as well as the source of the Nile River. Now I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what you might experience if you ever go to Uganda or visit another country in Africa. I've been there twice now, but I do want to acknowledge that I'm not an expert on Uganda or all the countries in Africa. This is simply just one person's perspective or take on what you might experience while there. One of the first things you'll notice about traveling over to Africa, more specifically to Uganda, is the big difference in time. Now, we're here in Colorado, so when traveling over to Uganda, that's going to be about a nine-hour difference because they're about nine hours ahead of us in their day. You'll experience jet lag. You might experience some confusion because when you would normally be going to bed in Colorado, it's really when you'll be waking up in Uganda. It does take a couple days to adjust to the new time, so give yourself the grace to figure out what works for you and how you're going to adjust to that time best. The second thing you'll probably notice when you get to Uganda is just how different they do things there. One thing that I really noticed upon my first time visiting there was how different all of their driving is and their driving laws, their driving rules, and really just how they operate themselves on the road. You'll notice that there really aren't very many traffic lights or stop signs. Um, There aren't any lanes or ways that they follow the traffic like we do here in America. And it's really interesting because they just kind of do what works best for them. And to us as an American, probably looks a little bit weird, but to them, it's just how things work out best, which is kind of interesting to see. Um, You'll notice a lot of times that they will drive um, very close to people on the sides, um, like more on the sidewalk. You'll notice that they'll pass people in traffic, even if there's another car coming um, straight for them. And really, it's very normal for them. But as an American, it was very um, kind of scary at times, but interesting. You'll also notice just how different their schedules are and their timing. Um, I feel like in America, we are very regimented and follow a schedule. Um, exactly as it is told to us. But in Uganda, it is um, what we call Ugandan time or in a Ugandan hour, um, because it's really just, we say we're going to be somewhere at some time and it doesn't always work out on schedule and everybody is okay with that. And so that was a really interesting thing to adjust to because being in Colorado and especially being a teacher, we are so focused on schedules and schedule oriented in that way. So it was that was a harder thing to get used to, but it really was great to see how people operate themselves in that way. So it's very interesting. The next thing that you'll notice when you get to Uganda is just how unique it is and how they greet each other. In Colorado, I would say that we um, are nice at greeting each other. We shake hands. We ask how someone is doing, say hello. We maybe say our name, and then we kind of move on. In Uganda, it's completely different. Um, They do shake hands, but it's more of an extended handshake because as we continue the conversation, they will continue to shake your hand. Um, They might even do what... Uh, like move their hands a little bit more and do what looks like to us more of like a secret handshake. Um, But it is uh, just a really interesting way of getting to know each other. 
Um, they also give hugs, but they give double hugs. And so they'll give you a hug on one side and then move over and give you a hug on the other side um, in addition to the handshakes. And so, again, it's just more just their culture of getting close to people. And, you know, you do feel instantly close and instantly connected to them because of how close they are to you. Um, and it's just something that's different that you have to get used to when you're there, because in Colorado, that might be something that's a little bit harder for us to do with somebody who we don't know. Whereas in Uganda, it's very much how they do things and just their culture. And it's very cool. Next, you'll probably notice just how many animals are everywhere in Uganda. I remember when I got there, that was one of the things that was more surprising to me at first and became more normal as I went on with my trip. Um, there will be cows in the middle of the street. There will be um, dogs, you know, walking around or hanging out outside of houses. And there will be goats that are tied up on the side of the road that are grazing. And it was interesting to see because we have a lot of animals, um, specifically farm animals here in America or in Colorado as well. Um, but they're always in within a fence in Uganda, you know, they are everywhere. So we did talk to some of the locals about that. And they said that all of these animals do belong to somebody and they will come out early in the morning and tie a goat up next to some grass. And then they'll come back and get the goat later in the day. And all of these chickens do belong to somebody. And it's very disrespectful to take somebody else's chicken. So it was things like that, that were really interesting and just so different from how we do it in Colorado. And just another one of those cultural things that I wouldn't have thought about before going. And now uh, it just became very normal to walk by a goat or walk by cows in the street or, you know, have chickens cross the road literally. And it was just um, very different, but very cool. I think one of the harder things about visiting Uganda, um, especially from coming from America, is the all of the examples and the instances of the extreme material poverty that you will see when you get there. Um, it's not only, you know, that there is a lot of trash and a lot of, you know, garbage around, which is something that is very different you know, from America, but it's also just seeing people walk miles and miles to get water or how everybody is trying to sell you something and how they will walk up to you, you know, when you're in your car, trying to drive somewhere, trying to sell you something, putting their hands through the window, trying to sell you something. And it is hard for us to see, especially through our Western lens, because we see examples of all that material poverty and we instantly, you know, instinctively want to help. We want to give them money. We want to give them the water bottle they're asking for. We want to take the shoes off our feet and give it to them and say, you know, we have some back home so you can take ours. And that is just, I think, how Americans typically react to seeing things like that when the reality is that that's not helpful. Um, it seems helpful to us and it makes us feel better maybe and a little bit less guilty about the things that we have. But it's not helpful to them as they try to, you know, get themselves out of the um, material poverty and to try to break that that um, cycle of poverty as well. Um, and that's hard for us to see. And that's hard to experience coming coming here from the West. And I think that that is there are no words to try to prepare somebody who's going to Uganda um, for what they're about to experience in that way. But 
I do need to say that it is difficult and it is a feeling that I think that we all need to wrestle with at some point in our lives and things that we need to to understand that we have so much compared to them and they know that. And the just and we have the material poverty is just very, very difficult to experience. But um, I'll talk about next just what they lack in material poverty. They have so much more in um, their spiritual abundance is just through the roof. Um, their happiness and their joy and their excitement to see um, everybody around them is just it's just contagious. And I think that's something that we lack in America is that spirit, that happiness, that joy, that just excitement to be alive and knowing that we are here for a reason. Um, you know, we have so much, you know, material abundance here in America, but we lack that spirit. We have spiritual poverty. And so going over to Africa, to Uganda and seeing the difference and just that opposite from how we live is fascinating, but it's is hard as well. And I think it's something that everybody should experience, but also acknowledge that it's a difficult feeling to wrestle with too. Um, but but good for us to talk to people about and to feel for ourselves firsthand. There are probably so many things that I'm forgetting to add into this podcast about what you'll experience or encounter when you visit a country in Africa or more specifically Uganda, since that's where I've been. Um, I need to say that the sunsets there are different. The sunrises are amazing. You will go there and never experience a mango that tastes just as good as when you eat it in Africa or how the bananas are sweeter or how sometimes you'll walk outside and it will just be the air will be completely alive with the sound of birds chirping and people singing. And it just, there is something about Uganda that is so different from other places in the world. And as I've already expressed in this podcast, there are some things that are difficult to handle and difficult feelings to feel while you're there, but they're important feelings to think about and to understand. And there are some corners of the world that I have seen now in Uganda that shine so bright because of the people who are there, because of the culture that they have developed. And there is simply nothing like it. And I hope that everybody gets a chance to at least feel what I feel. But to feel it in Uganda, to feel it somewhere in Africa, to feel that love and that excitement and to eat a mango or a jackfruit that's the size of three watermelons or to see a monkey jump to the top of a roof. I hope that everybody gets that experience somehow. Um, So after listening to this, I hope that you're inspired to travel somewhere, uh, somewhere in the world, but maybe to Uganda on a short-term mission trip or just on a vacation. Um, and I hope that you experience those same things in a really, really good, positive way. And thank you for listening. Goodbye.